better, no better introduction than to be off the rails before we even bring the train car out of the goddamn holding bay. I am Cody Sandusky. This is Podzilla1985 Plays, The Curse of Strahd on the PZ85 Network. Thank you so much for joining us after our uh, one-week siesta, as it were. We are back. We are mid-combat around the Gulethius tree, or whatever the hell. Fuck it. It's already said. That's fine. You're I making don't that up. Wanna look it up. Yeah, you're right. I am. I'm making all this up, Shannon. I just, I, I'm just trying to find out how to make money off of this. Okay. You really want to. He really okay. wants to. Please Introducing the cast, that. whose voices you've mostly heard already. He is, but he hates what he is. He is on the West Coast. He's Bjorn the Blood Hunter. He's Kaz. I'm a Cadillac. Oh, please be a Cadillac. <laughs> Damn it! You took the next intro. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I was gonna say, God, let it be a Cadillac. It's Double H playing Rasmus Thomason. Oh, don't you love it? Uh, trying to protect the decals. She is playing Zephyr the Aragonasi. <laughs> it is Lindsay Wolfgong. They're trying to steal him. Uh, he has... Uh, sorry. He is mad the guy from Baghdad has the rare Jordans, and she resents that he does not have any. It's the owner, creator, and uh, lord overall of Podzilla 1985 lion, Shen Young. Fuck! Fuck! Cody's trying to make it look fake! <laughs> You got to get right uh, uh, next to it, Cody. I mean, you got to get right next right to it. Right next to it. Um, you got to roll your window up. There's nothing on it. I know what's on it. I'm going to fucking kill you, driving crooner. <laughs> All right, so did you guys see, uh, real quick before we get in here, did you see what I what I labeled the last, what I named the last Thursday's episode? No. No. He's going to kill uh, us or something so. like that? Yes, it's... It's a uh, Godzilla after dark. The day Lindsay murdered us, and in quote, in parentheses it says, "Because we wouldn't stop quoting, I think you should leave." <laughs> <laughs> the day Lindsay oh, was saying, I murdered us. Still here. The look I was giving Jeffrey today. Oh, that yeah, and it was right, also the right. night that the skeletons came to lie. <laughs> they come from <laughs> under the ground and from yeah, all from over. <laughs> oh, Don't you love God, it, PZ eighty five fans? <laughs> Kaz doesn't. I'm looking at him right now. Kaz is looking at this podcast going, are we even going to talk about anything else? Because I don't want to talk about I that. sign up for this. <laughs> Kaz, what I, if, uh, Kaz, what if I turn to the side like this and I go, and you can imagine the cigar. <laughs> Damn it. He's gone. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> That jolly old elf, elf is a mean bastard for, to leave the, the fucking recording so early. What? What the fuck? Did I stutter, Shannon? <laughs> Christ on the Kaz, I'm going to drink for you. Hey, I want to say hello to our new subscribers. You're not listening to this episode, but if you were, you'd be home by now. You didn't stick around because you tuned in. For, for a playthrough, and you got this. <laughs> yes, Cody, I did buy the MetaQuest Pro today. Thank you for asking. And I can't wait to try it out. But before then, I want to play some D&D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's so it's okay. Uh, I pulled up the illustrious website, thepodzillanic85.com, home of all of the great podcast content that we offer to you. Over eight listeners years. At home. Uh, we are at episode 30 of the Curse of Strahd, and god damn do I feel like this is the slowest burn since the wildfires in Alberta. That's alright, because now we're getting into it, baby. Don't you love it? Are we? Yeah. 
As the DM, I have to be honest. I don't know if I feel like we're getting into it. If I'm just it, trying to make, if, yeah. By yeah. it, you mean this bottle of Jim Beam Black Extra Aged Bourbon? Yeah. Extra right. aged. Ooh. Extra aged. Cody, if so they missed sat- last week's episode, um, uh-huh. the the ritual was taking place. And things looked their yes. bleakest. Uh, Zephra decided to nuke everybody and the whales by association, uh, by proxy. Nuke gotta nuke the somebody. Whales. Um, and then a new character joined to the fray. Uh, what appeared yes. to be some supernatural being that we don't know what they're about. And then blood was sprayed all over Rasmus, and it was a, it was very funny. Meanwhile, Bjorn, if I remember correctly, was fighting on his own because, of course, he was. Yeah, me. I was Bjorn is still that. still fighting the blood druid Keshgar uh, up the hill from Kesha. the rest of you. Fuck! I knew someone was going to say it. Yeah, I just well, didn't think it would yeah. be her. No, no, that that was out of left field. Oh, and I'll so get it to yes, I, I think I think you illustrated how everything is going. Uh, some blood has been shed. A boy has been ripped out of the maw of a tree. Uh, two other things are trying to jump into the tree, seemingly. Uh, there's a lot going on. I miss so, the other beings trying to jump in the tree, or at least well, I don't remember that. <laughs> the two, uh, if you consult the map, green and purple druids are running toward the tree, screaming no. And okay. then you you felt and heard the guttural noise coming from the tree itself. So That I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I will. Hey, uh, Cody Sandusky murdered me. Five E, five E doesn't let you do it that easily, bud. I don't know if you remember the old days. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> oh man, uh, one one I'm point about of order. To be... Yeah, no, go ahead. You're good. You're I was going to say it's one point of order that I read up on today because I was looking at something <laughs> else for a different thing. Uh, for those of you that have cure wounds, a touch spell can be cast on yourself, and I think that we've been saying that wasn't the case. Apparently, if I read the Dungeon Master Guide, which is something that sounds way overrated, seeing how thick and boring that fucking book is, touch spells can be used on self, <laughs> or at least a non-hostile willing recipient. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember if we made a distinction about that, but yeah, I don't know if we did one way or another. But I wanted to make sure to throw it out there because I know a couple of you have that. I think most of us, if not all of us, are currently pretty... F- well, maybe except for Bjorn, because I remember I, I bust my... Uh, used my, yes. my channel Divinity, so I raised several people back to full health, including myself. Yeah, I, I will say Erwin, Muriel, and Adrian are all at full health. Uh, from what I can tell from D&D Beyond, all of you, save for Bjorn, are also at full health. So I just got... I'm Lenny. Hey, I just got here. What's going on? <laughs> I'm Lenny. <laughs> This is Cody, Lindsay, and and uh, Kaz. I'm Lenny. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Cody's drinking water. I think it should be something a little harder. Shit. Uh, little did I know someone at work was prophetic when they looked at my water cup today at work and said, nah, that's, that's vodka. And Kaz just left. I don't know why he Can't even. Sleeping. I was. Why I, I barely quoted anything that time. While we're waiting for Cass to come back really quick, Cody, can I just a two-minute uh, tirade real quick? It's something that really upset me. Yeah, go for it, because I think Cass is going for milk and cigarettes. So we'll see how long this takes. <laughs> so I, I absolutely despise... Uh, I'm starting to absolutely despise YouTube and just uh, people... There, there are a lot of great 
uh, channels on YouTube and a lot of great uh, people on there. And there's this other side of YouTube that is absolutely disgusting. And I think one of the biggest disgusting uh, zones in the YouTube spectrum is pro wrestling. Hunter, I don't know if you if you ever look up wrestling stuff on YouTube. I do subscribe to like uh, uh, What Culture. I do subscribe to uh, Jim Cornette. Uh, I know. But... Um, <laughs> What culture is sometimes is iffy on their clickbaity stuff, but I saw one like two days ago that actually made. I'm not going to say the name of the channel because I would never give them, you know, that exposure. But the picture was a picture of JoJo Offerman, who is um, Bray Wyatt's Bray Wyatt's fiance, widow. girlfriend, whatever widow. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, for um, lack of a better phrase. Yeah, and it, it was a picture of her looking sad. And a picture of Bray next to it, and the headline was uh, "Bray Wyatt's wife cries at funeral." Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my oh God. Jesus Christ, that's disgusting. I hate that shit. YouTube is a great, great resource. It's like Reddit, but for all the good that there is on there, there is a shit ton of stupidity and just disgusting I mean, exploitation. <clears throat> You could just say that about the internet. You like, say that about uh, people. Yeah. Just broaden it out. Yeah, that's just yeah. Yep. Anyway, yep. that that's all. I Very just wanted to. So. I just wanted to mention that because that that really pissed me off. So I apologize. Okay. I apologize. No, you're okay. This will be the only thing I get to pull out of any wrestling content at any time ever. Uh, I officially endorse Stevie Richards wrestling analysis. Yes, Let's go watch it. Good started stuff. That started watching that recently. And Cody, I'm gonna throw one more at you if you haven't seen it. Maven. Maven Huffman. I have seen he has a YouTube channel, but I've not watched any of it. It's yet. so good. He has such good content where he just talks to you and breaks down things in WWE, including his career. And he's so good and charismatic. Highly that was the thing. He was so charismatic even then. He was just guy in trunks who drop kicked Undertaker out of the ring and then became lost in the hardcore shuffle. So. Yeah, and he openly admits in one of his videos how he uh, never took their advice of going down to the ring and watching other people train and getting better and that's what led to him getting fired was he didn't put the effort in. Um, he admits it. He's he's very open about his mistakes. It's a good channel. Go watch it. Sorry. He's like a real estate guy now, isn't he? Uh, I think he works in real estate and he still does occasional wrestling He was on stuff. QVC, right? He was on QVC. He was on QVC no. after. It sounds like a bit, I know, but I think no, he really was. Actually, true, he was. <laughs> On QVC, Shannon heard it and was like, "Yeah, there it is. You, you <laughs> yep. never make it on QVC talking like that." All right, I won't. Uh, I won't uh, interrupt anymore, Cody. Let's go on with it. I apologize. All right, let's go on with the Star Wars. No, wait, D and D. That one. Sorry, wrong one. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. The Ahsoka scrunchie is still very nice. I like that. All right, let me see. I've got my order up here. I've got my stuff here. I think we're all ready to go. So. Again, when last we picked up, Adrian had ripped Claudio out of the maw of this tree. Two druids screamed no and started sprinting toward the tree. Uh, it's Adrian's turn. Now, mind you, he's encumbered with Claudio right now. And he's going to look, kind of pivot left and right. He sees these two coming in. He can't. He knows he can't do anything right now. He just looks at you, Rasmus, and just generally yells, "Stop them!" And he kind of moves his way back toward uh, Muriel and Zephra. Like mm-hmm. being encumbered, he doesn't need to go the whole way. But right now, he's going yeah. to essentially hand off Claudio to Muriel and just get him out of here. Go. 
there's a little, I'm not going to get into it, there's a little bit of bickering. You can tell Zephra, especially, that Muriel being nearby, heat of the battle, she wants to be there. She feels like she's got something to do here, but the conversation goes back and forth a couple times where Adrian just cuts off, says, no, Claudio, go, please. So that drop-off is made, and Muriel, we will resolve that shortly. She now is holding Claudio. <clears throat> and Adrian is going to... Uh, uh, be ready. He's going to pull out that hand crossbow, and that's about all the movement and stuff that's going to allow, so that's where he's going to be. But, Rasmus, you and mystery character from Shannon, you two have heard that, and these two are still kind of breaking toward the tree. We will pick okay. up... Yep, so we will pick up with the Berserker. They will get to have their lovely fun, so we will start off with my is, order of... Yeah. Is, is it Berserker, or is it... Berserker. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That one. Would you like to... Anyway. <laughs> uh, I love that we pick up on all of it. Alright, so red and purple are going to go for Irwin, and they are... Well... I want to do that with. Blue, red. So we zoom in to see Irwin kind of seeing red and purple picking up those great axes and swinging them in. Irwin is able to step back, and I'm actually going to physically move him back. Purple swings and misses as he kind of steps back to avoid. Red, thinking he had a dead on strike, is going to swing and actually embed his axe for just a moment in this like stone thing. It's like a catch in a face of the stone. So Red is not only unable to hit him, but he is impeded for a moment, trying to retract that. So Irwin's able to avoid two attacks, though not a lot of respite as Green comes up. Irwin's doing well for himself. He is able to maneuver deftly. You can see, despite the gray in his beard, despite the conversations and... You know, generally, y'all haven't had the opportunity to see him much in the way of combat before. You know, obviously understanding he is a a raven, a hybrid entity, there would be some agility, but you haven't actually seen it on display, and I'd say, obviously, not seeing it in combat. But he's able to deftly move. He seems very fluid on his feet, and someone who, when the pressure is on, is able to capably take care of himself. So that resolves all three of them swing and miss, so Erwin is ready to go. The rest, uh, yellow is actually going to press onto you, Shannon. Okay. And he is going to... What's your... I'm going to take a look here. Your AC is 11. Yeah, that ain't happening. Okay. So again, because of the movement, because of everything happening, especially now with what has happened, you can see that the attention for this berserker is specifically a little off kilter, but he just runs up at you and swings wildly, and there's there's not much movement you need to make to avoid it. You feel almost uh, amused at the, the faint attempt he just tried to strike you. It is funny. There you go. Uh, pink and orange, however, are going to try to press the issue on uh, Muriel, Adrian, and Zephra. So Muriel being a bit encumbered, orange is going to swing at her. Wow. St- 
still nothing. So Muriel, Zephra, even with Claudiu, who is bloodied, like he is worse for wear. You see this like young teenage boy in her arms. He with orange coming up, she is able to move to the side and almost like she's bracing, I would say like a double move in football where she stepped to the right as he was coming in and then pivots to her left foot as if she's ready to run off. And Orange is not able to compensate for that and swings wildly and misses. Pink is going to swing at you. And you're still blessed for another, what was it? It's like seven or eight rounds. Uh, yeah. So my total at the moment is 16. Yeah, 16. And he... He's not able to do much of anything in terms of swing. Like It's not even that he comes across strong and catches that, you know, causing that kind of radiance to appear. He just swings and maybe kind of catches a gash attempt toward, like, your shins. Like, it's that poor of a swing. So, all in all, the Berserkers are doing a real great job of doing their one job, which is to hit things. So, great success. That is going to bring us to Muriel, and we will go ahead and have Muriel is going to take the attack of opportunity attempt. If I don't throw my die off the table. Yeah, Muriel is able to avoid any swing from this orange, and she's able, she's just going to full on haul. Uh, Muriel, as she leaves Zephyr, you. She looks like she's going to say something and then just sprints. So she's actually going to use all her movement to dash. So that's 5, 3, 25, 30. Yeah, just assume she is, I think, 5, 10, 15, 20, 35, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. There you go. So she's going to use all her movement to get out of dodge. Like It's almost like she's like going straight for the wagons, if she can help it. A long way away, yes, but she's that's what she's doing. All right, and then the druids. Uh, how do I want to do this? Uh, Rasmus, and uh, have we said your name aloud yet, Shannon? No. I didn't think we had. So Rasmus and Shannon, your character. Uh, purple and green. I, I kind of tipped off a moment ago. <clears throat> they are They are running like they are trying to dive into the maw itself. Okay. Where I'm precisely to... is the mall? I generally just this front area. Yeah, I would. I would say, yeah, like okay. where you are, Rasmus. Actually, I would say specifically where you and Adrian were is where I would consider that mall. Okay. Just do this. There you go. For lack of a better option, there you go. Kind of a crude drawing, but it is what it is. Okay. So they are trying to get to that. Rasmus, you are impeding the path. Uh, yeah, Green, yeah. Druid, Green Druid's going to try to go through you. So it's almost like it's a grapple, like he's trying to just strength, this raw strength you out of the way to get to that spot. Okay. So strength contest. Be great. I'm not very strong. Well, if it makes you feel any better, the Druid isn't either. <laughs> <laughs> so you just need a, like a strength roll? Yeah, straight so strength roll. roll. Okay. Uh, how that keeps getting moved. There we go. Well, that's a nat 20. Oh. Well, I'm um, going to... Right out of the gate there. Yep. That's that little cracking. Uh, those are nice dice, though. Yeah, I'm glad you pulled Thank it up because it looks very pretty, but seeing that crack it's was super hard. hard to see. I just grabbed <laughs> one at random. Uh, uh, yeah, you is. win. 
You win. Uh, it was close because he actually had a good roll too, but you do. So, I mean, Justin, I have I have no bonus. So whatever I, I got is what I got. Spoiler alert: neither does he. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so how do you? I, I'll let you kind of depict. How do you want to do this? Is this Drew? It is just. Oh, I say it's just a bull rush. There is, seems to be no I mean, focus other than singularly getting by you and getting into that mall. Rasmus's goal has never been like physical brute strength. Like he can take a hit, but he's not particularly good at dishing him out that way. He uses his, his brain and not his brawn. Um, but I mean, he also grew up in a militaristic city, so when called upon, like he knows how to plant his feet. He knows how to get that that what is it three quarter stands and yeah. basically just like lower his head and go. Um, and so I think it's more probably intimidation than anything. It's not necessarily that he's physically stronger he just calls upon his his faith like he does for everything and makes himself look that way and that's that's enough intimidation to kind of maybe give this thing the idea that it's not going to be able to get through him no matter how hard it tries well i will say that at least momentarily it tried and you being like you said squaring up at least enough knowing your militaristic background it's going to it almost feels like it bounces off like it tries to run into, it's like you're yeah. a, a little cousin trying to run into you. It's like, no, you're you're not made for this. Yeah. So well, I've got that shield too. So I mean, yeah. it could always be like a shield breaker type thing. Yeah. So either way it stands, he more or less ricochets off and goes back. So he is no longer in position to do that, and he's for right now impeded. Like his his movement is the only thing he would do would be nope. trying to go back to you, and that's not going to happen. So, uh. Shannon, I will give you, with your position and kind of being quote-unquote flanked, if so willing, I'd like to give you with a disadvantage roll to see if you can stop the other one from getting in. Okay, so what am I rolling? Just uh, uh, Strength. Just strength? I don't yeah. think I... I don't think I ugh. Yeah. What's yeah, you it? have a minus one. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and you have disadvantage, so the worst of the two rolls... Yeah. Well, so I'm going to roll, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do real quick. I'm going to roll a 20 on one of them, and I'm going to roll mm-hmm. a 19 on the other. Yeah, all right. <laughs> no. All right, so first roll. Hi, right, Babe Ruth, call that shot. All right, never mind. It's you can roll be, two 20s. It's going to be the seven. <laughs> Shit. Nope, never mind, it's a four. <laughs> ah, ah, no. Kaz, Kaz, I sucked. Why you don't call your huh? rolls? I sucked. Bezek, uh, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you just take my clip and upload it? That's that's a betrayal unlike anything we've ever seen on this show. Levels that are unheard of. To take someone from this show and then clip it so you can play it at some other time. How do you like us now? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Shane, get out of your system. Hit him with that. Oh, the other one's gone. I was about to say, hit him with the other one while you're at it. Dark. Gray mist. Okay, what is that? No, tell me after the show. We gotta do the show. Isn't dark? I thought dark gray mist was me. It was just. It's just Cody talking about the game. Please stop, guys. Please. All right. So, despite your best efforts, or well, despite an effort, you are unable to impede. So this druid kind of just throws its arms at you to move you out of the way enough, and it just leaps into this mall. And of course, because background tiles are what they are, this is going to be a pain in the butt. Idiot. I can still see it, kind of. Yeah. 
Yeah, to front. There we go. Uh, I'd alter where it was. Is, yep. the, is so, the circle the mouth? Yeah, the circle is the maw of this tree. So the druid has thrown itself into it, and that's just... It has taken the place of Claudio. And as soon as it jumps in, you hear this anguished... <laughs> just the scream. Because it's... I mean, even as the wooden teeth splintered off when Claudio came out... The tree still has some in there. And also Rasmus and Shannon, you would actually see within short order, probably by the end of this turn, new ones sprout and kind of embed themselves. Jesus. All right, so we got to pull this guy out of the trash compactor, basically. It's uh, it's it's the scene from Tucker and Dale versus Evil when they pull the guy out of the wood chipper. <laughs> Can't... Very specific call out. Thank you. Can I ask a question just like metagaming this a little bit? There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of things happening here. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in the background. Is there any possibility that Bjord has been like running Forrest Gump style, like to get down with everybody, or am I still like get down, chilling get over down. I mean, have you escaped the difficult <laughs> terrain yet? There is no terrain. The thorns are gone. Oh, yeah, that's right. It did have to be that turn. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you, you can dash. This man has no Achilles heel, like missing. Like I'm. Are you talking about Aaron Rodgers? No, wow. that very like targeted it. sports <laughs> reference. Thank you. Very targeted sports Thank reference. Thank you. Oh, See, Jesse, nothing like I spending millions football. of dollars for somebody that's gone in the first five minutes. Um, <laughs> oh, Kaz, you you can dash at any time. Like you are, cap- Bjorn has been capable to run away if you've ever wished. Oh, I've been wanting to run away. It's just it hasn't. I didn't know if I could in this moment or if I have to wait until like. No, it'd be Later. in turn of combat because you're currently engaged with somebody. So that's am I? Because he's on the ground. But anyway, okay. <laughs> Still combat. I should have never used Achilles as like a reference point in terms of thematics because now it's become a literal thing. He's We're funny. not playing role master, Kaz. I don't have a table where you can just literally rip someone's heart out with a turn. Hey, he can see Russia from his front door. That's topical, yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, Druids, the other three uh, are going to still continue where they are. The incantation continues for them. That, like, they're, they're still their sole focus in their certain positions. So that will move us to Zephra. I do give them props hey. for their uh, tenacity. <laughs> their dedication to the craft. So if the one is in the, the tree, can we still see them? Or are they like in the tree, in the tree? No, no, you can still see them. Yeah, you can still see them. It's a, a shallow enough mouth for them to like jump in. It would look like a cot or like a bed in terms of like the depth. Like a, it's a small okay. day bed size, but with gotcha. teeth and draining your blood. So you know, not comfortable. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Then I i'm going to i'm double checking a range on something okay i am gonna take just a step away from a pinky over here because okay. i still don't like that axe and i'm gonna cast no. ray of frost on purple okay would you like ray of frost berserk? it is a 19 yeah 19 is gonna hit How do you even have that clip, Kaz? 
app. Are you recording this as I'm recording it? Um, like, are you the backup recording or what? I was literally recording something else okay. as you did it. Yeah, and I was like, it oh, that was perfect. So I just kept it. 12 uh, cold damage. Mm-hmm. And then they are also, uh, their speed is decreased by 10 feet until the start of my next turn. Okay. Well, they're not going anywhere. At least it doesn't I didn't seem like figure they were going anywhere anyways, but. but. Let's see, so 12 damage. Okay. Uh, Rasmus, you would, if you would look at the tree, you would see that uh, it, that druid is more bloodied than normal. Like, even with everything happening in that mouth, you see that a lot of it has been taken out. Actually, so what that tells me is that thing can be killed, and if we can kill it, we don't have to pull it out. We can just murder it. I'll That's also, what I'm hearing. Yeah, I will also note that... Uh, Rasmus, you and Shannon's character could notice. Rasmus, since you're right there, you probably would. Not only did that cold impact the druid, you see kind of a a crystallization of frost and like a little bit of slight withering happen to the tree itself around that mall. Yeah, I'm all right with that. That's all I'm doing for my turn. I'd say it's a successful turn. All right, that brings us to, we'll pivot back to above you all on the hill, way in the distance. Uh, Mr. Orthopedic Surgeon Bjorn is trying to escape, apparently, the Achilles list druid. Cody got creative, and that was fucking too much. This is uh, one of my favorite art pieces. It's called A Bjorn on the Hill. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'm pretty sure I saw this last week on Fox News when that guy was on the run from the cops. He's still on the run. That's what it looks like to me. It's the helicopter Sick. footage. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. I like the apology. <laughs> I didn't after. know it ended with that. Yeah, that's sorry, my favorite part. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I never right. talk. All right, Kaz, what do you want to do? I, okay. What I are you doing? I run away and try to catch up with them. Okay. What is that? What are you doing? Stop what it. What the fuck are you I'm doing? Sorry. It's a so fucking tenders- glass! Oh, sorry. So you have 60 feet of movement if you dash. Like, I, I assume that's what you're going to try to do. Yeah, it'd only take me about five moves, but I'll start it now. <laughs> How the fuck did you get so far up there? Y'all did it. He didn't come with us. You're about to say, yeah, he, he, was, he focused he on uh, Stefania and Keshgar. I kept this numb bitch with right. his bloody hand from watching you all, and then y'all were just like, dip, dip. I swear, Stefania and Keshgar sounds like the best Scandinavian fucking pop duo I've Shannon, heard. what you don't know is I took these names from the sixth place finisher in Iceland in the 2016 Eurovision, and I would appreciate if you don't rat me out like that, goddammit. Stefania and Keshkar, uh, I think they're the two guys from DN Tward, aren't they? <laughs> I think that was their real name. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they were the nameless dancers in the back of the uh, Sandstorm video by Darude. Aren't they the... Aren't they, they, were the, the they, were, <laughs> they are Darude. Aren't they, right. the, the they were the people. villains in that movie, Chappie. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the, the two guys, for, uh, the guy and the girl from, what is it, Die Antwood or whatever the name of that band is? That's what you just said! <laughs> Die Antwood! Who said that? <laughs> Me. Oh, my bad. 
<laughs> and then when I said that, I think they were the villains in, Ch- in that movie, Chappie. Those are the same people. <laughs> the guy and the girl. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. All right, Jen, I'm presently you, running. Uh, That's my turn. Yeah. When you went to the right. movies with Lindsay to see Chappie, when Chappie was on the screen, did you lean over and go, "That's Chappie"? Oh, <laughs> uh, Lindsay and I did not see that one together. I'm, I, I barely remember that film as it is. I'm not saying I barely remember <laughs> Chappie existing. Uh, I don't know no. what you're talking about. He's a robot. That's Chappie. No, well, that's, that's one of the that's robot Chappie. movies. That's him. Where's my Chappie? Uh, Kaz, I will let you know there as you are running away. There's my Chappie. You. Um, Slip on. It starts. So it's starting. Out. Yeah, that's right. You start. It starts fading a little bit, but you still hear in your like something in your head, like drawing you to that tree and that item. Okay. Like you still sense something kind of reaching to you. I refuse. I've heard enough voices. I've gotten good at this. All right. So uh, Bjorn will be there in seven to ten business days. Uh, Rasmus, what say you? <laughs> it's that, Lindsay, it's that clip from Monty Python where two of the druids are watching in the distance as Bjorn just constantly runs. I just running. Closer, closer. So, Cody, if, if I understood it correctly, they can only get into the maw of the tree if they go through my square or the one to, if I'm looking at the tree out to my right. Right? This right. one right here. Okay. And otherwise, they cannot get into it. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, well then, I have an idea. I want to move to here. Okay. I want to swing my mace. I think I was brandishing my mace. I believe um, so, yes. I want, sw- I want to swing my mace at the one that's in the tree. I'm just going to go ahead and do that now, I guess, and get that okay. out of the way. Um. So, I don't get a major bonus. But this phone does not want to connect tonight. Do the thing. There we go. That's not great. Six plus three, that's a nine. But it's uh, mobilized. Be- uh, no, <laughs> at least. Don't give me anything for free. I'll do a medicate and make an excuse. Another option. No, so that is a... Uh, <laughs> you, you swing and it right, seems like the, the tree is is not giving way as you try to like make like contact with it get through. It. Yeah, is literally chewing it while I'm trying. Okay, that's fine. I would probably at least for a minute be like, "What the fuck is that?" Um, uh, but what I what I will do is use my bonus action, and in the space that I left, if you can drop me a little marker of some kind, uh, yeah. I'm going to cast spiritual weapon. There it is. Yeah, I'm dropping. I'm dropping a sentry gun. Shannon, get him sentry fun. Sentry fun. Um, <laughs> well, it's not a gun. It's uh, it wouldn't be a mace. The old modern thing is not a mace. It's an unarmed strike. I'll just yeah. make it a mace. It'll just it'll it'll look like it's almost like I left that space and my mace stayed behind, and I went ahead to swing with the physical one. Yeah. Um, and I think when I cast it, I get an attack with it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Cast you cast a spell, you make a melee spell. Five yeah. feet. Okay. So you want to swing at green? You want to swing at the tree? That's the question. Do I not have this as one of my? That's weird. I thought I had it as one of my attacks on there. So what's the what's my bonus to hit here? Uh, for what I'm seeing, it's force damage equal to one d eight plus your spell casting modifier. That's what I was looking for. Was what my my to hit was. Oh, there it is. Plus seven. Plus seven. Okay. All right. 
Back to the back to the thing. Um, I'm gonna swing it. Uh, I'll go back to the map here. Back to the map. Scott. Oh, green. Let's swing it green. Oh, how well, about shit. Purple's almost dead, though. Maybe it was bloodied. Mm. Mm. I don't know. What do you guys think? Go for purple. Swing it the purple. one in the tree or the one out of the tree. In tree. Purple. All right, in the tree it is. That's what I'm hearing. All right, so I'll use my my spiritual mace to swing at that one too. This should hopefully be better. It's not. Uh, it's an eleven to hit. Uh, that does hit purple. Oh fuck! He was trying to make. Oh it shit! Fake. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get right up to that number. Uh, all right, Don't so it's one d eight plus four. <laughs> Here, you're riding with the spiritual weapon, baby. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight, nine damage. Nine force damage. You say 1d8, wait, 1d8 plus four or 1d8 just straight? Plus four. 1d8 plus four. So That's be... what my... Okay, not okay. yeah, sorry. Yeah. Math is hard. I'm, I'm casting it as a second level spell. Yeah. Like the first level it's available to me. So I could have done it higher, but it doesn't look like it does anything if I do it higher. I guess you can just use a higher spell slot if you're out of the ones you need. Right, yeah, just kind of cast up to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you see. That's. Yeah, yeah. No, you see as, as uh, you or the spiritual weapon strikes at that force. Kind of, you see the druid shift. Like it feels it presses into the, the inside of the tree and purple just goes limp. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, then to end my turn, even though I'm out of actions as a free action, I'm going to turn um, basically like back to the maw now, like with my back to it, brandishing my mace. The spiritual weapons like mimicking my actions, and then with the shield up, just like ready for all comers. Yeah, it's my tree now, bitch. Okay, hold on, uh, Hunter, say that one more time. Nope, nope. Say it one more time. Nope. He said, it's my tree now, bitch. And I went. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I think we were on the same page. I assumed he was going to record me. I also thought we were yeah. going to do the bit. You know, say, give, uh, say, uh, say you're going to kill the president. <laughs> oh, Let shit. me get you say on video again. saying that. <laughs> I'm get my phone out in time. Say what? Say, oh, say less. Is what they always <laughs> tell me. No, no cap, fam. All right. Uh, Shannon. Corn bussin'. Bussin'. <laughs> no. No, please don't. Uh, what would you like to do? Sweet note cereal. <laughs> uh, okay. I feel like this tree... Sorry, I feel like this tree deserves to be hurt. You know, like the tree itself deserves to be hurt at this rate. Okay. So, this is a new character, ladies and gentlemen. Please forgive me as I try to learn what I'm doing. Um... I did mean to ask, did you go back and like redo some of your spells or did no. you do the ones that, okay, no. cool. But I did have one spell in particular that I wanted to use and it's a, it's a, all right. So Cody, I'm sorry. And I don't want to give a full on like tutorial right now, but what is the difference between a cantrip and a spell? Cantrip, you can cast at any time without uh, any spell slots. Want. Yeah. It doesn't expend a spell is slot. A, like, it's like a level zero spell. Yeah. It is a freebie. Well, I got a pretty good spell on that because I'm going to use Firebolt on this tree. I'm going to shoot this Firebolt directly in the tree's fucking mouth is what I'm going to do. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's okay. Let's see what happens. Uh, well, that's an eleven. I'm off to a good start. Okay. Roll me your damage. The tree is stationary. Oh, okay. Oh, fuck. I thought this guy was bald. Um, <laughs> so to flavor it before I, I throw circle. the damage at it. So she sees what Rasmus has done. And um, he's standing there very, very, you know, heroically. And she's just going to kind of chuckle <laughs> at him and say, you know, eh, that's pretty good. And then throw the fireball into the thing's mouth. And it's going okay. to be uh, nine fire damage. Okay. Yeah, you see it. Uh, the tr- the tree it you as you throw it at it it singes like it dark you see some of those wooden spikes where the body of the druid is kind of go up in flames and recess into the mouth of the maw and it, you blacken the wood it's kind of singed and scorched a bit it is and not only that you feel or you hear the reverberations and kind of that guttural hmm from this tree as you both levy attacks against it as a free action i'm gonna look at rasmus and just kind of go well that was interesting and then i'm done (laughs) well actually actually hold on i'm not done because i could still move right well shit I, i can't move to where his spiritual weapon though is right like you can't occupy that same space as far as i know no i think it has a space unto itself okay then uh, let I, me read it and I'll, I'll let you know. That's all we have reading on it right now too. If not, uh, would I be able to move? Well, I'm right next to this guy, so if I move more than one square away, it's an attack of opportunity, right? Correct. All right, then I'm just gonna stay where I am. Then, uh, actually, I am gonna space one down below Rasmus. Okay. She's just gonna slightly step out of the way, showing of. Uh, uh, well, I was going to do diagonal, like, right beside him. Can I do that one? Yeah, yeah. You, I didn't know if you could move the token or not. I thought I, you could, I but can't. I didn't know for sure. I can't. Why the heck? Right here? here? Right there, yeah, where he, where yeah. he pinged. Um, so she moves out of the way, and then she just kind of presents the guy that was in front of her to Rasmus, as in, okay, there you go. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> Start clanging that shield with my mace, and just, like, square up, ready to go. She kind of just goes, "Ooh, tingly." This this could work. Yeah, this could work. This seems like a this seems like a solid pairing. I'm covered in blood, but we'll talk about that later. It's right. not it's not your blood though. That's the important. That's part. true. That's true. I do have that going for me. <laughs> Small victories. All right, and I'm gonna end my turn there. Okay, cool. So Irwin, at seeing all of this happen, you know he's been deftly maneuvering away from any uh, any damage in that last flurry of blows from these berserkers. Uh, he's going to take his hand crossbow, and he's going to aim it and shoot it blue. This druid over here. And he is going to... Well! I, I think he might like that, that 20, as my camera's reversed, so... <laughs> Let's see, max damage on what he's got here. I have it written down. It's not much, but he will we'll take a shot over there. Blue for the first time as its incantation continues. It's kind of focused where it is, but you could... Obviously, with two of them being dead, one of them trying to throw you know itself previously into the maw of this tree... 
there's some distraction happening. And, and so I think as you were to hear that bolt fly through the air and bury into blue, there is a, maybe a new mission at hand. But Erwin's going to try to move out of the way as well. He's actually going to try to get away from all this and invoke an attack of opportunity. So we will roll that. And he um, he will take an attack of opportunity, but he is going to try to move his way down this way. He's not going to use his whole movement, but he's going to space himself here. But he will take damage. Okay. So not much of an attack, but he does get caught a little bit. He catches a little bit of a gash as he makes his way out of the way of these berserkers. So Erwin is moving up front. And now, just briefly, I won't pivot up there. Uh, Kaz, uh, Bjorn, as you sprint away, you hear from the distance uh, Keshgar just yell, No, you don't! He is going to cast a lovely spell. Turbo time! Yeah, uh huh. Well, it's gonna be something. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Stop. <laughs> I love that it's Stop. there. I love that I'm sorry is there. Uh, Kaz, he is going to cast above you. Uh, you are going to see a dark storm cloud consolidate and appear above you in the shape of a cylinder. How far uh, away does his spell reach? 120 feet. Stupid. <laughs> he is going to cast Call Lightning. I need you to give me a dex saving throw, please. I'm going to bob and weave this shit. Hold on. Dexterity? Bob and weave the uh -huh. shit out of it. 15. That's a bob. Not a, not a weave, but a bob. That's a bob, not a weave. A bob. Alright, so you do avoid Let me do this because I'm going to need three of these Banana weaving Bob banana weaving So you do take seven lightning damage God damn it Because you did successfully avoid the full brunt of it Because you bobbed but you forgot to weave Yeah, got so to you weave. Take... It's, it's a two part thing yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta call out both simultaneously. I got I got zapped right in the ass, running through. <laughs> Dude said you wanted to call down the thunder. Well, you got it. Y'all just hear from a distance. Oh, nice. we heard. We heard oh. <laughs> as, as a slight uh, dog barking or wolf barking from the distance. Okay, so that's all Keshgar can slight do right now. Barking. Wolf. Well, I mean, it didn't sound like a howl, so sure. Sorry, I just heard it as my Native American name. Slight wolf <laughs> barking. Uh, well, I, I don't have time to put that in the chat, but if someone else wants to. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> Alright, so while you're on that, Adrian is going to, now that everything has kind of um, been handled with Claudio, or at least it seems as though it is, uh, he is going to likewise take aim at a druid. He is going to aim at pink over here. 
And he is going to hit for not much. Just a flesh wound on that one. But Adrian's going to kind of call out the same thing to you, Zephra, as he surveys everything. He's like, aim for the druids. Break their concentration. <laughs> he figures much. So, all right. So Adrian's not going to do much. He kind of likes where he's at because he can survey everything. Uh, but the berserkers get their turn. Uh, we'll go kind of in reverse order this time. Uh, pink and orange are going to try to close out the gap, and they're going to swing at you and Adrian res uh, respectfully. Lindsay? Uh, wow. Yeah, neither one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, these berserkers with, with everything... They're good at their job. Yeah, with everything happening with the, you know, the shaking and quaking from the tree that's emitting noises, from the druids dying, from the body of the sacrifice being pulled out... They are not on their A game. They both swing at you, and you are both able to definitely maneuver. I, I will let you speak to it and how confident you may or may not be feeling about this shield, but it seems that so far nothing's really been able to do anything to you with it. I'll take it while I got it. So those two are done there. Uh, Green is going to try to close distance on Irwin and give him another go, and he will hit. So Erwin is going to take some damage here. Okay. Erwin's not worse for wear yet, but you can tell he's uh, he's starting to be uh, impacted by it. Red, I'm going to remove the action from his turn, so he's going to have to take it to in, to dislodge that great axe from the like the cleft in that stone there. But he is actually going to move up. Uh, five, ten. I'm going to give him the ability to get here. And purple, interestingly enough, is going to try to cut off Muriel and Claudio. And he will do that successfully. So if we were to look at Muriel... It's almost like a staggered step as she's trying to run away. This berserker just sprints up and tries to haul off on her and does catch her somewhat. She is barely able to maintain her hold on Claudio. Like it's she's stumbling almost like she'd be falling forward, but it's it's a moment where she can recover her pace just enough. But she is uh now having someone in dogged pursuit of her, so that is going to be something burdening her for the time being. And that should be... Uh, well, we still have Yellow left. And Yellow is going to close in Rasmus on you and try to to break your concentration on well, everything you're focused on right now. Does he do it in the Sam Jackson voice? I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? concentration? Well, even if he did, it wasn't enough to disrupt your concentration. Oh man, I'm I'm bolstered up right now. I got yeah. my own floating weapon to the side. I got a new scary one off to the other side. <laughs> so he swings at you and he catches all mail. He catches all all shield. Like you, you can tell it's a true swing. Had had you not been as bolstered up, it could have been a problem, but he catches <laughs> all of that metal. None of you guys have watched the latest episodes of Sunny, have you? Like no. the newest season? 
I just picture myself as Dennis before he hits that punching bag going, I summon the very fact that I am a man. (laughs) Sounds about right. All right, then. That's a ringing endorsement if I've ever heard one. (laughs) All right. So Muriel, uh, not trying to attack. She's again going to dash. Now she's going to take an attack of an opportunity there. And again, it's going to hit. And she is going to have to concentrate and see if she can keep a hold of Claudio. She does not this time. So as Muriel tries to sprint her way away from this berserker, uh, she's going to make it to about there. And then Claudio is going to stumble out, like be dropped. So she is kind of on one knee right now. And Claudio, I'm not going to put him out there. He's just laying prone on the ground, still very exhausted and worse for the wear. So we will pick up on them in a moment, but now we go to the druids uh, with another body out. Um, Rasmus, you ready for another strength contest? Because it's going to try to get... Sorry. sorry. I mean... (laughs) I'm also sorry. Because I'm, I'm going to once again have to summon the very fact that I'm a man to pull this <laughs> off. Because I don't think I don't think spiritual weapon has like a strength component to it. No. Uh-uh. Yeah, so it could technically like kind of pass through. Hashtag be a man. <laughs> Keep these druids from getting into the tree's mouth. Be a man. <laughs> All right, so it's just a strength roll, yeah? Yep. Well, that literally could not have gone any worse. That's a one. Okay. Well, he didn't do great, but it's enough to to do that. So, uh, as you... Who is is he exactly? Sorry, sorry, he is Green Druid. Oh, those are guys? Well, they totally look feminine to me. But <laughs> everybody's a dude. I don't know. I'm a dude. Like, yeah, Kel Mitchell. He's a dude. He's she's a, a dude. dude. She's a dude. Thank you. We're all dudes. Hey. <laughs> Perfect timing. Yeah, basically, I, I have a, a druid can be whatever it wants I mean, to be in literal senses. I'm, I'm assuming sure. that one's just moving through my spiritual weapon space anyway, right? Yes, and then it would have been the contest of like you versus it to impede the maw. But it's able to move through the spiritual weapon, and it now embeds itself into the maw. Yeah, yeah. Wah, wah. That's annoying. Yep. So that's going to bring up Zephra because, and much the same thing. It's the body's still in there, mind you. Like nothing's removed this druid body. So this second druid just piles itself on top. That tree. I mean, they really are just. Th- let's see, they're just hurling themselves in there. Shannon, at any second, the tree's gonna go. Poppers. God damn! No, Hunter, I'm gonna tell the tree. The tree, the water doesn't stink. You're choking on druids. <laughs> I can save your life. I'm just gonna turn to the tree, Cody, and with a free action, I'd like to say I can save your life right now. Poppers. Just let me call one one. I don't think you want to save the tree, though. I think we need. Oh, I don't, to but die. I could. The important but, thing yeah. is I could. Lindsay, yeah, two million that, is yeah. two million is the tree's quote. So no matter how bad of a okay. job he does, they have to pay him that much money. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> well, again, right. I am uh, going to step away from Pinky here, although I am really hoping that they're not going to turn around and uh, surround our buddy. But I want that step away. And I'm going to also cast Ray of Frost on Pink this time, because I'm having decent luck with it at the moment. Okay, go for it. Watch me, like, screw up because of... Fuck. It's a five, but technically, depending on how you go with my roll... That's two ones a one. in a roll. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeesh. It's not, not great. So you... Uh, you go to cast this Ray of Frost, but... Maybe trying to look over your shoulder to keep an eye out for Berserker Pink, like trying to swing at you. You, I don't know how you cast this because obviously it's just kind of a, a cone effect to throw out that way. You wide right it, like you completely miss this druid, and it just flies into this stone embankment that's behind this kind of in, this encampment. So you freeze a good number of stones, but that's about it. And I'm just going to kind of curse under my breath and kind of try and keep an eye on what's going on around me and leave it at that. Okay. So we move quickly to, well, speaking of quickly, uh, Bjorn, I assume you're dashing again? I'm running. All right. I'm running fast as my wolf legs can take me. Well, Bjorn's favorite musical group is Flock of Seagulls. Because he, he ran, he ran so, ran so far, far away. That should put me at least 120 feet from Bloody Fingers back there. But Bloody he fingers. couldn't get away. And I don't there know you how are. far you. Like, there you are, days away am I at this point? There you are. Just go all the way up to the top of the map. There he is. Oh, I'm peeking in. <laughs> Look at my hat. Well, I've only got about three more moves, and I'll be there. I'm coming, folks. Y'all can hear me. I'm howling. Oh, oh. Uh, okay, Rasmus, you're up. Okay. Um, huh. So I got one in front of me. I still got one behind me. I need to deal with in some way. Um, jeez, yeah, I'm kind of hemmed in here a little more than I realized. So let's do this. Well, I mean, if it I'm, helps, I mean, green's not attacking you. It's literally sacrificing itself to the mall. So literally all you have right, there is but I, I need it to die, though. So <laughs> um, I don't have any movement away. That's my biggest problem. Damn it. I thought I had this worked out, and I don't. All right, well, let's go ahead and use my spiritual weapon. We'll hit the, the one that's in the, the mall there Okay, for that. And that's a start. Sorry, switch things. Now you're good. Really does not want to switch tonight unless I power my phone on for some reason, and then it seems fine. All right. So, we'll swing the spiritual weapon at the druid in the mall. That's our maw. That's much better. That's a 24 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, I, I expected it might. Um, 11 damage. Okay. And then. It is bloodied. I mean, shit, man. I really wanted to, to hit it with a ranged attack, but I can't do that while I'm adjacent to this guy or I risk an opportunity attack. Right. Um, and if I move, he gets a chance to get in there. Ah, screw it. You know what? I'll take a risk for an opportunity attack from the one in front of me. I'm going to cast um, 
sacred flame on the druid in the tree. Okay. Uh, he does not, by the way. Opportunity attack. Not I hit. Yeah. All right. Cool. So sacred flame on the one he he uh, the druid in the tree needs to make a dex fifteen saving roll. Okay. Let me switch back over to my druid stat block. Said dex fifteen. Yep. It does not. Nice. All right. Well, then that means that it takes. Why? Why do I have to power up my phone every time? Yeah, whatever. That's not bad. It takes 10 radiant damage. Okay. And if it is still alive, it has no benefit from cover. Uh, yeah. It has well, no benefit from cover. So. <laughs> well, good news is, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> So those those radiant flames kind of lick it, it's like kind of engulf it, and again you hear a temporary scream, and then just it it quickly gives out. Just that. Um, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. More so between those two things, you feel again the earthquake a bit, and you feel that hear that guttural noise from this tree just. The, I feel like at any point this tree's gonna go. It's the David Dreaming tree. For it to yell at us about stealing its apples. Or its decals. Both are problems. Okay, so um, in fact, actually, Rasmus, you would notice that after that sacred flame attack, the the druid, you know, kind of falls limp it is it is dead as well but you kind of see around the mouth of this kind of what looks like a trickle of black blood coming out of the corners of its mouth gross Mm. probably pull them bodies out of that it is gross i think it's infected yeah all right if it's infected that's good news let it eat that infected food eat that uh this this jesus the spiritual weapon do anything? Or... I did that already. I hit it with that first. Right, yeah, yeah, that's what that was. Yeah, sorry, I was thinking. Yeah, of that's a double attack on your front. The only thing at this point I could do is move, and I'm I'm not going to move because that would be giving up my position. So yeah, actually, actually, well, now nah, it doesn't really make a difference. Yeah, I'll stay where I am. Okay, that brings us to Chan's uh, character. Hello, Zach. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. You're not. Cody, I'm new sorry. to all this, so I need you to talk to me about something real quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking of casting two spells. I've never played a spellcaster before, so I, I, I apologize for my stupidity on all this. Um, if I use a third level spell, mm-hmm. what does that mean? <laughs> uh, currently, you don't have any. Uh, third level specifically, but if you have a spell that can be casted up, which it would say, so I don't think okay, you so, do right now. Well, I'm looking at my spells, and I have three third or two three third level spells plus one uh, first level spell that I can cast at third level. Did I do something wrong? 
I'm refreshing your page. Oh, I'm looking at Zephra. I'm sorry. That's why. Sorry. I, was like, I don't have any third level. Yeah, that makes more sense. Sorry, I was on the wrong page. Yes, so you could. So as a third level, now mind you, you said spells, plural. You can typically only cast one unless it has a specific like bonus action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm debating between two different spells, and I don't know much about this stuff. I apologize. But like, no, no, you're fine. Um, I thought about casting Animate Dead. Um. But I don't know what that entails. Uh, if if you bring someone back from the dead, do they just have like one hit point? How does that work? Uh, it would detail kind of what it has, though. Typically, undead. Let's see here. So the creature is under your control for twenty four hours, after which it'll stop obeying you. To maintain control, you have to cast it again. Uh, let's see here. You command any or all at the same time. You decide what action it'll take. Uh. So it has, okay, so it says it becomes a zombie in terms of, and the GM has the creature's game statistics. So I guess I would roll up a, a bare bones zombie kind of on the same level as this druid. Okay. Because the other, while you're looking at that, the other spell I was thinking about casting is charm person. And if I cast it at level two, I can charm two people as long as they're within 30 feet of each other. But I also don't know what that entails. So if you charm someone, does that mean they're under your control? They just won't fight you? Like, how does that work? They treat you as a friendly acquaintance. So generally they won't fight, but it's they, not you have control over them. They won't fight you, right? But they would still fight everybody else. I mean, it says you, so you would think that based on charm person, it would just the impact would be upon you and you alone. Okay, that's or I was toward you and you alone. Yeah, Shannon, so, what you're going to want eventually is dominate person. That's the one go. where you get to tell them what to do. Okay, because yep. I thought if I cast charm on two of these bar, uh, these um, berserkers, would that would that just stop them from fighting completely, or would that just mean they're not going to hit me because they see me as a friendly target? That they okay. would see you as a friendly target. Then I feel that would be less useful. Um, so I, I kind of want to go ahead and cast. Um, animate dead on the orange one, the one that's not, you know, in the tree's mouth. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you animate dead. Uh, you know, it's an instantaneous, so it takes a minute to cast. So just keep your head on to that. So it's going to take a few rounds. So that's the other part that may not be helpful right now. Uh, oh yeah, how how long is each round? Six seconds, so it'd be ten rounds. Oh, Christ, to hell with that. No. <laughs> I'll save that one. Um, <laughs> so Yeah, whereas Charm Person is one action, so that would have been now. But. Yeah, so if I cast a second level spell, and again, I'm so sorry for those listening. I'm new to spell casting. If I cast a second level spell, uh, can I still cast other spells later? Like, how does that work exactly? You would just use a spell slot. Yeah. So you see at the end of that row, you have second level and then the three empty boxes. Yeah. You would just tick one of those boxes for a spell that you could cast. Gotcha. And then you would those have... refresh on a long rest. Yep. Um, well, then I would like to instead cast Mirror Image. Okay. Which is instantaneous. It's one action. It lasts, mm -hmm. it lasts for one minute. And yep. for those listening, three uh, duplicates of yourself appear in your space. Until the spell ends, the duplicates move with you and mimic your actions, shifting, shifting positions so it's impossible to track which image is real. You can use your action to dismiss the, the duplicates. Each time a creature targets you with an attack during the spell's duration, roll the d20 to determine whether the attack targets one of your duplicates. 
Um, yep. And it, then it goes into more of the mechanics of on what you have to roll to have it strike one of those. Right. So, yeah. So how many duplicates do you want to have? Uh, how does that work? Just which uh, spell level it is, I'm assuming? No, it just literally has three illusory duplicates of yourself. So right now you would just have three. Yeah, three is fine. That works. Yeah, so where you want them? Well, it says they start in your square, right? Let's see. Oh, up here in your space. Okay, yeah, and then spell in. So yeah, I, I guess for whatever reason, I was thinking they'd be like a line. So yeah, you cast this spell... Uh, Rasmus, you being nearby, these berserkers would notice the same. Uh, actually, anybody looking at you would notice the same. All of a sudden, three, three uh, further images of this entity appear around it, kind of flanking on the same space. And I'm seeing double here. We all turn to Rasmus, and at the same time, in the same way, say, uh, oh, "This is interesting too, isn't it?" <laughs> I, much like we ended last week's episode Rasmus just kind of shrugs like yeah yeah why not <laughs> yeah again this is like the 14th time in, in less than 6 hours in real time in the game that, that my character has gone well this may as well happen too. yeah and she's uh, all of the duplicates of her also, so actually, this would be a good time for her to introduce herself. I think it would be funny. All four of her turn to Rasmus and say, uh, my name's Sophie, by the way. Uh, who are you? And this and this happens within, this is four voices saying it at the same time. Cody, I, I don't want to run your characters for you, so I'm going to let you make this happen whenever it's appropriate. Um but when she asks Rasmus's name, Rasmus responds, Duck. And I assume she goes, well, that's a weird name. And he's like, no, Duck. And one of them is like <laughs> swinging behind her. Yes. Transpose that to when Yellow gets its attack. And you've nailed yeah. it exactly. Yeah, I, I was really hoping that that would work out for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, anything else? Rasmus has a uh, new nickname, and it's Duck. <laughs> No, the four of us will just rest right here and stare at the the uh, berserkers and um, just kind of s- just smirking at them. Just she knows she's a piece of shit. So, well, she used to be a piece of. shit. I said was. All right, that that's it for me. That's it for us. With her, with her white hair all oh. slicked back. You think that's slicked back? How do you? That's pushed back. Pushed back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's pushed back. <laughs> but it looks like you can slick back real nice. <laughs> well, she used to get that chicken pasta at Chickalini, so. Yeah. Uh, damn it. That's it. All right. Cody, just let her hold, let her hold the baby. <laughs> I used to be a piece of shit, too. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Erwin uh, Ir- is. Erwin's uh, shooting at blue. Although he is, you can tell, like, if you look at him, he's kind of pivoting between the tree itself and blue. Like, he's trying to figure out which target he wants to hit. And he's going to aim at blue, uh, the druid. And he is going to hit. Okay. Blue is well and truly bloodied. Uh, Erwin is going to... Uh, put himself here. He's going to stay within attack radius, but he wants to position himself closer to the tree. So that is uh, where that's going to happen. 
Uh, Keshgar. Well, Keshgar's range has been impeded uh, by Bjorn's fleeing. So if we were to pan back to Keshgar, he's going to... I like to think he's just crawling across the ground like, get back here, ye! Come here, my I'll Achilles. get ye! You son of a bitch! Uh, no, he's going to focus his attention, uh, obviously no one's seeing this, but he's going to focus his attention back on Stefania and that visage of Strahd, and more importantly, that black spear that's embedded in the chest. And you hear something, uh, if we were to pan away from the scene, you would hear, your friends abandoned you. Your son must be more important, huh? And we fade back. Piece of shit. (laughs) Adrian is aiming at the tree. Adrian is going to take a shot at the tree. He is going to hit. Oh, okay. Adrian's cross bolt hits uh, right above where that maw is, and it buries deep in it, and you see another trail of black blood coming out of it. That's all he can do in this situation. Berserker time! Don't hit the button. Damn it! I was about to hit the button. Kaz is too! I see this motherfucker with his hand on the mouse. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do green and uh, purple first. Over there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Green does not hit, so Erwin continues to be successful, but uh, purple is going to hit Muriel again. And she is going to take... enough damage to start being bloodied. Like, Muriel, she's able to, on her next turn, she'll stand herself up, probably. But she is, she's taking it worse for the wear from this berserker. Uh, Yellow is swinging at you, Rasmus. Uh, It it cares Mm -hmm. not, it cares not to deal with all of what Sophie's got going on. He doesn't feel confident Mm -hmm. in that. Uh, your AC is 18, right? Uh, that is going Indeed. to hit. Shit. <laughs> so. Indubitably. Indubitably. That is going to be not much. It'll be five damage. Okay. Got it. You take that. Uh, Red. Dang. Red is feeling more confident. Again, the one that embedded a, a axe into... Uh, stone face, or the face of the stone here. He's feeling confident. Uh, he is going to... Uh, Shannon, I need you to roll just a flat d20 to determine whether or not he hits you or one of the duplicates. I'm sorry, I just read what Hunter posted about the guy working at the haunted house. I don't care. Hey, you for... can't be back here. I don't care for you it. Can't... <laughs> you guys can't be back here. Alright, so I'm just rolling a 1d20, Cody. Yeah, just just a 1d20. Uh, 7. Okay. That is, uh, based upon the spell, that is enough to uh, have it hit one of the duplicates. So red swings at the one, uh, you know, thematically I'll say you had either two to the right, one to the left, however you wish to do that. But it swings at one of those, and this uh, duplicate just uh, evaporates. Like, evaporates. It just goes away. 
as a free action in response, she's gonna go, ah, foo. <laughs> she French? Ah, creamed corn. No, oh, but red, red takes up the axe, looks at you, and kind of looks at the great axe blade, and that's where his turn ends because he now is very he, befuddled. He's confused. Yes, uh, orange and paint or orange is going to swing at Adrian. Nope. Uh, pink is going to close in on you, Zephra, but the same thing's going to occur. It's going to ricochet off that shield. That's so hand- you that's handy. Yep. So that brings us to Muriel, who's going to uh, she's going to move back like stand in front of uh, Claudio or well kind of stand up I'm going to just leave her where she's at because she's going to take out her short sword and uh, that's a scrap about to happen and that first attack does not go well we'll revisit that at a later time if we need to but Muriel is uh, got her hands full druid time uh well there's only three left time Druid time. Druid time. <laughs> the druids are. Uh, they got a cable access show. That's right. The druids are still uh, intact. <laughs> the spell is. Or their incantation is for uh, all three of them still faintly intact. It's not doing great, but it is. It is happening. Uh, For pink and red, they're going to keep at it. Blue is going to try to break away and do this again. Type of time. So, once more with Gusto. Rasmus. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the time knife. We've all seen it. This is really uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. It's these these damn kids keep they have some kind of suicide pact. They keep they killing just themselves. Just want to be dead. <laughs> so that is a, a thirteen uh, for a strength roll. I get no bonus. <laughs> so okay. Uh well. Uh, this is actually uh, I'll have to invoke you for just a moment. Does the tie go to the runner? It's been a long since I've had a tie in a strength contest. Yeah, I don't know. And neither one of us has a bonus. Right, so there's nothing I, to rely I, on with that. I would say the tie goes to the defender, right? I, I mean, would, that, I would, that would... Yeah. It would be a stalemate. Like, if, I, you, if you tried yeah. to push in and they're both equal, I assume yep. they would just stare at each other because it's a draw. That's what I'm thinking. It's it's If you're looking at the natural order of things, if we're at equal level, then there's right. no change. Right. Yep. Then that's exactly what happens, actually, and that's what I'm seeing from Player's Handbook. If the contest results in a tie, the situation remains the same as it was before. So Cool. Yeah. So you... Ooh, skin of my fucking teeth on that one. Yeah. Collar and elbow tie up, and you guys break. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cody, it's funny... Hit him you, with the... Uh, oh. It's funny you mentioned collar and elbow tie up. I want to remind... Uh, I want to remind our fans that last night I did a very exclusive interview with Damone Salavino, the Nephilim, former CCW Tag Team Champion, current OVW star, and one of the stars of the new Netflix series, Wrestlers, which premieres tomorrow. Um, Go check that out. Yeah. 
I assume Damone is uh, still as intimidating via voice as he is in person. He, he is, but uh, it was a very fun interview. Um, he was way more laid back than I thought he was going to be. And we had a lot of fun. It was a good show. Good. Yeah. That's good. Damone's a good That's guy. Still, I- I, like I still remember the first impression that you had and shared this like this guy is fucking scary. And I told him that too. <laughs> I told him the story. So it's a lot of fun. Sweet. I can't wait to listen oh. to that. That's awesome. All right. So the Druid, uh, again, kind of, you have that grapple contest and you both kind of break and you just get this visceral just <laughs> out of it. Yeah. What the hell with that? I'm, hit, I'm hitting him with the old school again, the old school Hulk Hogan. I just gave him the old mm, the finger wag. Yeah. <laughs> In a minute, I'm gonna grab his head and then I'm gonna punch the back of my hand three times so that it looks like I'm hitting him. Yeah. Yeah. And then you hit him with the big boot. Then you, you're, the boot rip, you're, you're rip off your chain mail. You're gonna bounce off the maw of the tree <laughs> and with that uh, that leg drop. That leg just get eaten by the tree in the process. <laughs> like I got too into it. You fell <laughs> backward through the ropes into the maw. <laughs> Whoops. Yep. Well, shit. Uh, it's, right. just, it's just Andy Samberg before he falls down the fucking hill in in uh, Hot Rod. Yeah. And then it's just two minutes straight of falling. He's gonna hit you with that Ned Flanders. Just go whoopsie doodle. <laughs> uh, Sephra, you're up. Uh, I'm getting irritated, so I'm gonna run up on the Me pink too. druid. I'm getting drunk. Grab at it and cast shocking grasp. Okay. Oh, give him the old joy buzzer. Nineteen. Yeah, that's that'll it. That's a good one. Yeah. Hell yeah. I wish Bjorn was here. I love shocking grasp. That's good stuff. So it's gonna be uh, ten lightning damage, I believe. Yep. Yes, ten lightning damage, and it cannot take any reactions until the start of its next turn. Okay. God, oh, Shane, that was crazy. That means you could run away. How many squares did you run to get there? I have like Five, one six, left. Eight, yeah. Well, you could move one away, and it can't attack of opportunity you. If yeah, it can't take, take any reactions. <laughs> yep. That's kind of awesome. I mean, you could have taken one step away, I guess, anyway, but still. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bjorn, you're still running. Man, I'm going to be fucking tired. We're, we'll, we'll talk after this <laughs> you're session. You're wolfing it. I'm wolfing it. Oh, you're wolfing it. You beat me to it. There you go. So you run you up save enough. Muriel. To, yeah, you run up enough to where you see Muriel and actually will pivot back just enough to kind of see that happen. Uh, she swings her short sword, and you can tell she's off balance because she's trying to protect Claudio. She's been hit a couple times. She swings that short sword, and the great axe—you know—he kind of parries it, but hits it so hard that that short sword flies off. Ooh, saver, Wolfman. Yeah, I see someone drawing those things. We're kind of a—you're uh, the dog we're, soldier we're of Barovia. this a little bit. Dog soldiers is one of the best. <laughs> Fucking werewolf movies ever. The dog soldier. Fucking right it is. Not when you're used to horror movies and someone leaves you in the room by yourself. What kind of asshole would person. do that? They're showing you how to be brave Who? with yourself. Who would do this? Who would drink such a thing? What do I do? <laughs> Can I? Well, I mean, you you, you, you're almost yeah, you there. You used your action as a part of the dash, so you have no more action. Well, you have a second action, I guess. But from this distance, I look at him and I'm like, "Just wait till I get there." Are and you in? Are, are you in wolf form or are you in regular form? Wolf. 
Oh yeah, that dude should be pissing his dick right now. Yeah, I'm screaming. I'm like, yes, I'm barking see, at all him. All right. Oh, there's that. I'm sorry, I've been drinking. Yeah, you don't say. I'm a pissing his dick. Growling. All right, Rasmus. Yeah, you're up. What what you gonna do here, bud? All right, you got a tree uh, that's bloodied. You got a druid. You just pushed off a little bit. I'm more concerned about that druid because they're the ones that keep trying to jump into the fucking mall. So let's first try to hit it with the old spiritual weapon. Yep. The old uh, 15. Rasmus yep, special. That'll hit. Okay. And so that'll be. Same deal every time. Nine damage. That spiritual weapon comes down from above and just hits it. You said it's kind of a mace. It just nails him in yeah. the head and blue just crumples to the ground. Hell yeah. Woo! For record, that is, I believe, the third enemy I've wiped out tonight. I'm not supposed to be killing people like this. Yes, you are. But Craig. it just keeps happening. Don't question Craig. it. Craig. It's the man. Um, it's the rock. Holler. Holler. <laughs> uh, shit, I still don't really have the room that I need though to get anything else accomplished <clears throat> I'm going to Cody I want to trade places with my spiritual weapon Okay. so if you can move it to the space that I was in because <clears throat> you said blue is dead right correct oh yeah sorry I had more. I was writing down my paper didn't actually no that's okay I just, I just wanted to make sure Yep. because I'm not immediately then contending with anybody else running in on me um, and you know, shit, I'm still too close to see you again. An attack of opportunity, eh, you know what? Fuck it. Um, yellow oh, can take an attack of opportunity on uh, on to uh, <laughs> said something that threw me off. An attack of opportunity <laughs> on me if you want. I'm gonna cast sacred flame on him as well. Okay, well, he does hit with the attack of opportunity. Okay, uh, just four damage. I was going to say, I've got the hit points. I can take it. Um, he needs to save a, on a dex 15. Uh, that's going to be close. Let me pull up my stat block. Dex 15. Uh, it will not. Nice. Nice. And that is... Fresh pots! Yeah, it could have been better. Six radiant damage. Okay. On uh, Yeller. On uh, old yeah. Yeller. Uh, Yeller takes that six radiant damage. There's no other impediment against it, right? Just kind of. Oh yeah, no cover. No, he that, just he doesn't get a cover bonus. Yeah. yeah. Which. No, it's yeah. it's not it's not guiding bolt or anything. Right. Um, all right, and then I'm I'm gonna end there. I'm not gonna move any further. Okay. Then that brings us to Sophie. Uh, Sophie, oh. what say you? You have two duplicates remaining, and you. So, um, I so I can still cast spells, right? Is what you said. Yeah, you just burned a spell slot in that one. So, gotcha. Uh, I mirror image. I'll go ahead and take that. So let go. me let me ask you because I, again, I'm new to this. So if I charm somebody, would I be able to convince them to fight on my behalf, or would they like? You know, you know what I mean? Like, hey, let me lay out the scenario for you, what I want to do, and you tell me if it's possible. If I charmed Red and said, you know, like, oh, my God, I'm so scared. 
yellow is you know is is trying to kill me please protect me would he be like oh no fuck that and he would attack yellow like how would that like would that be possible you would also have to persuade them but the persuasion would be easier uh you know, again, I'll give DM insight a little bit. Depending on the level of like acquaintance or relationship you have with a person, whether it's like full on loathing and hatred to full on love, there's a scale that like the resistance to that would happen. Right. So if you cast Charm Person, you're also, and I would give you the chance to persuade Red to attack against their will to see if you're able to do anything with that. I, I'm here to have fun. Let's do it. I'm going to try to charm Red. Okay. So let me drunkenly. Oh, it's a. Uh, I guess I don't have to do anything. I don't have to roll anything. It's a wisdom fourteen. Save. Yeah, wisdom fourteen save. Yep. Yeah. So let us do that. Oh boy, it did not succeed. <laughs> so, so you kind of paint the picture for me real quick. You and your two duplicates are talking to Berserker Red, who, mind you, hasn't had the greatest night so far. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. He's uh so he he swung at the one the illusion dropped, and right. now she's charmed him and she's very much I mean because she's an attractive lady she's a very attractive girl so she's you know she's straight up just using that against him she's just pouting she's like I'm so scared right now I don't know what's going on then she points at the yellow uh, berserker and says uh, he's trying to kill me I I need help please protect me she's like begging him. She's totally, she's totally trying to to play him for a simp. All of this okay. with blood all over your face. No, no, no. Blood's on Rasmus. There's a yeah. little blood on me. There's yeah, a little the blood, blood on me. The blood's on my face. Yeah. Okay, so I want you to roll me a persuasion check with advantage. So advantage means what? I roll twice and whatever the you roll twice the better. Correct. Okay, so first because. Roll... As the charmed condition, you have advantage on an ability check to interact socially. So the first was a six. That's not great. Second one... Fuck, is a four. Fuck me. Ew. Okay. Ew. What's your bonus, bro? Zero. Zero. Oh, shit. But for the record, if I had rolled it again... (laughs) It would have been a seven. (laughs) I'm fucked no matter what I do. It's fine, Cody. Oh my god. I would say it's uh, it's perception, I guess, if you would call that to fight against the persuasion. It it picks up that you've tried to charm it. But it's still charmed, right? It just isn't going to help me fight. For right now, no. It's going to kind of he kind of steps back a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. There's a lot happening. I, yeah. I, no, he should apologize. It's fine. I get it. And I and he, I tell him that I accept his apology. He he actually kind of steps back a, a second. He kind of pivots back. Well, I hold on. This is this is a lot. Like he almost says this is a lot. Well, she's a scared little girl. Yeah. He's, so you, <laughs> he's that cat leaning up against the wall. He's like, hold on, <laughs> hold, hold on. I'm breaking down. I'm hold, breaking on. Down. <laughs> oh, Speaks, hold on. Speaking of breaking down. Uh, we have hit the top of the order, and Rasmus, you and Sophie and Erwin feel this the most directly, but I would say the entire encampment, in fact, Bjorn, you being so far away, you feel like the earthquake in this entire stone encampment here toward the top of this this hill. 
you feel the reverberations all the way through, and the two of you that are closest, you just hear this dull this one more time. And you hear it kind of fade out as it does. I don't like it. Mm-mm. The blood kind of just pours from the corners of its mouth and where that bolt had hit it most recently from Erwin. And you just hear the berserkers, but more specifically the two remaining druids, just wail. Sorry. Yes. You hear them wail. And you see, if you could see them because they're kind of far off, Zephyr, you would specifically, the pink druid drops to its knees. And so does red. And that's where we're going to cut it off. Ah, oh, fuck. Come on, yeah. Cody. <laughs> All right. This, uh, this tree's really got to eat more, wrong get more fiber in his diet. Wait another week. I'm excited no, uh, for next week I, when Cass can make it. Yeah, I, I will allude. I will leave you with this. This is a positive development for you all. Oh, okay. All right. And that is all I will tell you for the time being, but this is a positive development. I just got whiskey in my eye. Ah, fuck, I really did. Ow! I thought where that's meant to go. Fuck! All right, so while 12-ounce mouse tries to resolve that uh, poor (laughs) damage roll... Because he's not drunk enough. Uh, well, we've already heard we've already heard that uh, there's a great podcast episode already up on the website right now that yes. you can listen to with Damone Salavino, uh, the Nephilim. Mm-hmm. I'm I was so happy to have Damone on the show. Really, I I've always loved Damone. I think he's a great wrestler. I'm so happy that he's killing it in, in uh, Ohio Valley Wrestling. So uh, Damone was on the show last night. It's a great episode. A lot of fun stories in this episode. So please go check it out. So you've got that coming up, and I'll actually defer to Shannon and Hunter. What else do you have the rest of this week? I will note, if you go back to last Thursday's After Dark, it's maybe one of my favorite episode titles, which is the day Lindsay <laughs> murdered us because we wouldn't stop quoting, I think you should leave. Hunter, let me throw you Let me throw you a curveball real quick. Can I throw you a curveball? Yeah, do that. Hit me with that curveball. I'm thinking extras and epilogues this it. week, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of doing election, we always want to bring new people on. Let's get Steven involved. Let's do okay. the classic... 80s horror film, The Thing. What's is it streaming? No, we we played this game before. Is it streaming on something so I can go watch it again? Let's go double check. I haven't seen that in a long time. We'll, we'll double check. If not, I have the Blu-ray. I can get it to you. Um, no, I can't. Tomorrow? Yeah, yeah no, I can't. <laughs> you sure about that? It's it's uh, you're good. It's on Peacock. All right, cool. Yeah. So oh, there you go. I'm I'll, assuming it's the original. I'm gonna go look right now. Uh, it if, is the original. It, well, the 82 version anyway. Right. Yes. So right. I'll talk to yeah. Steven, see if he's available, but I would love to do the thing. Yeah. And uh, let's let's just make it a, a thing. Tomorrow, extras okay. and epilogues, the thing, the John Carpenter classic, the movie that was so reviled and hated upon release and now is a cult classic. It is the, um, I think it is the pinnacle of sci-fi horror. I, I would love yeah. to say that. Um, so we'll do that tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. And then on Thursday, of course, we've got an all-new After Dark. That'll be a lot of fun. And then on Friday, it's cast time. I've been drinking. I'm so sorry. It's been a while. But we'll do all that this week. And we'll start it all again the next time around. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, for the first time in a few episodes, we end on a hopefully positive note. But what that positivity entails, we will find out next time on PZ85 Plays the Curse of Strahd. uh, From... 
my local resident. I say thank you for so much for listening. For Kaz, for Hunter, for Lindsay, for Big Whiskey, Shannon Young over there. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll join you next thank Tuesday, you. hopefully, for another episode of PZ85 Plays The Curse of Strahd. Uh, well, a tree moaning is always good news, right?